0: Welcome to the Metamorph Her Podcast. My name is Nouria Shereen, and I'm so excited to invite you on my journey of growth. Change is constant and can be difficult, but experience has taught me that it is necessary. I pray for the discernment to navigate my faith, my fears, and my growth. And I hope to encourage you, whether you're in caterpillar or butterfly season, that a win is a win at any time. So as you begin to feel uncomfortable, too big, too small, too wide, or like you can't fit, Metamorphosis. Yes, 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 yes. It's your girl, Nordia Shireen, and I am back with another pod for you. Welcome back to Metamorph. Her sis, where we talk about navigating faith, fears, and growth. I am so ready for winter to be over. Are you? I'm sitting here, as per usual, wrapped and cloaked in my blanket, okay? And I'm trying to figure out to myself, why is it so cold? And why did my family migrate from the sweet warm islands of Trinidad and Tobago, but yet I am here, I'm here, I'm just struggling to um, secure my body warmth, and it's okay, I'll be all right. So your girl is back here, and yes, I am using the same mic, and I am not under the covers, but I am winging it and saying, if you are with me, then be with me. Start with me from the bottom till we get here because listen, this is the mic and this is what we got and I'm a do the best I can with what I got, okay, because yeah, this is all I got. So today we're going to start off today's show and every other show with a little icebreaker, Okay. I got some cards, and I'm going to go through them. I'm going to shuffle through them. A little ASMR for you. And I'm going to choose one and read the question, and then we're going to answer it. I'm not even going to lie to y'all low-key. This says questions for lovers, but it's kind of whack. So doubt y'all going to get anything spicy. And, you know, let's see. Let's see. So, oh, this is a really good one. <laughs> okay. So, the question is what was going on the last time you promised God you would stop doing something if He helped you? <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but this brings me all the way back to my teenage years. Like, oh my God, when was I not promising God that I would stop doing something if he helped me? Um, There are several moments, but there's one moment in particular that I'm going to share with you guys this time on our podcast. So I... When I was in junior high school, right, I was like mm, around 12 years old, 12 or 13, and I had a boyfriend. If you know me, and you will soon later find out, I did not um, get allowed to actually date until I was 22. My mom publicly um, announced that I was now on the dating field and available. Did that stop me from dating? No. So your girl had a boyfriend in junior high school and I went to go see him. Now, I joined the step team in junior high school. Did I like step? Yes, I did. Did I like my boyfriend? Yes, I did. So I joined the step team so I could be able to go see my boyfriend because step was after school and I would go to step and then go see my boyfriend after. Sometimes I would skip step too. So I go see him or whatever, and we get kind of carried away. I'm hanging out with him and everything and stuff like that. This time I'm living with my grandmother, Angie, and, you know, so she realized that I'm not home yet. I'm supposed to have been home already. Tell me, while I when I finally figure out what time it is and I'm coming home, Angie is already on the streets of East New York looking for your girl, trying to figure out where I'm at. As I am running up the block out of breath, I walk and see Angie's minivan driving down Pitkin Avenue. Now, I'm saying to myself, I'm going to die today and... I would have died. I got home, rushed, took off my clothes, and I got on my knees on the end of that bed. And I was like, God, I'm going to tell you something now. I need you to let this go over smoothly because you know this lady is crazy. And then she's going to call mommy, and then that's going to be a next situation there. I said, God, if you get me out of this, Lord, I'm going to break up with my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) so she comes home she pulls up and she's like where you was I was looking for you all over the place I'm looking for you all over the place I'm like yeah I was at step she was like so long so long step go I was like yeah 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 we was practicing or whatever and then I came home after and she was like the step thing too late in the night. I don't know if you could keep doing this or whatever. And I say, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna stop anyways or whatever. And then she walked inside, and y'all, I was shocked. I was shocked because I thought that this behind was grass because Angie is the type of grandmother when you're not doing nothing, you getting it, you're all in it. So I was so shocked because I was actually out there doing my thing and nothing happened, right? So I know the the, the ringing question in y'all is, did I break up with my boyfriend? No, I didn't. <laughs> why am I breaking I did not break up with my boyfriend. That's why God was really giving it to me sometimes because I was really out here telling God, like, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. And sometimes I did do it, but, like, most of the times, your girl totally forgot that conversation. I was like, God, <laughs> I I do not recall. You said what? I said what? I do, I cannot recall. So I'm just sitting there like, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. But I definitely did go see my boyfriend the next day still. Word to the wise, you know, when you make a promise, try to keep it. Try not to, you know, say stuff that you're not gonna do because we really do be doing that. It's crazy because, like, why do we treat him like that? You know, like, he's supposed to be our go to, and literally, he's number two. Like, we're always going to him after something hit the fan why is he not like the first option and then we're there and we're like god god please help me god please help me and then we go back to our same old thing but you know when your girl was a child she thought like a child but now you know your girl is a big gal now and i try to think a little bit better like i'm not out here saying things that i don't mean and making promises that i'm not gonna keep so I'm trying to like stay focused and like not even think about you know uh doing things that do not serve me, and you know I did a lot of sneaking around when I was younger now it doesn't really make much sense, but I definitely think it's like you know void is void the right word? I think it's like waste to try to sneak around god like he knows what you're doing he knows what you're doing that song that they be singing for santa claus like that song is, is is about god you know he knows when you are sleeping he knows when you're awake he knows if you've been bad or good so be good for goodness sake you better watch out you better not cry. That's the funny thing about God. He be letting you cry because I be crying my eyes out. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yes, he is. Hall- <clears throat> yes, he is. He's coming back again. You hear me? You hear what I'm saying? Jesus Christ of Nazareth is returning. eh how we reach to this about angelical podcast now but anyways um yeah so that was my little spiel or whatever about my childhood and now I am just here I'm so happy to have you back did you follow me yet make sure you follow me did you comment yet did you rate my podcast did you like my podcast Make sure you do that. Like, come on, show your girl some love. Show your sis some love. We're all here trying to grow and evolve and to do something that makes a difference. You see me out here trying to be positive on these positive vibes? Like your girl ting. Send up the likes. Send up the shares. Follow, follow, follow. All right? So that your girl could really out here and, you know, expand this thing that I'm trying to do. So I want to come in hot right after that with what I'm going to call is our hot topics. And our hot topic section is called what would Jesus do? So basically in this segment of the show, I'm going to talk to you about a hot topic, a current event that's happening, you know, some kind of story, situation, or circumstance that we can nibble on together and talk about it. Like, what would Jesus do? Because, you know, are we going to be like him, or are we, you know, going to say, nah, Jesus, I think I got this one. Let me handle it. So, you know, let's get into it. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. What would Jesus do? Jesus. I asked you, what would Jesus do? Oh, Jesus. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? I ask Tell you and you. Uh. Alright, so our topic of the day. Is that lately I've been seeing this girl been trending in the Christian community, and apparently, like you know, she is like a very dope Christian influencer, and her name is Sophiology on YouTube. Now, the Christian baddies been coming for her head, like. Every time I scroll on my TikTok page, every time I scroll on my Instagram reels, I'm seeing this girl popping up and seeing this term called the Christian BBL. Now, apparently, Miss Sophiology, the Christian influencer, got a BBL and did like some sort of QA about plastic surgery. And then she did another vlog talking about her BBL. And, you know, addressing the hate comments and stuff like that. Now, I'm not really going to go into that because, you know, your girl did not do research. Your girl could not watch that hour and 15 minute vlog about, you know, her asking questions and all this type of stuff. I tried. I took some snippets. So, you know, I got the gist of the story. You know, she was trying to, like, you know, defend herself and whatever. But what got me is the girlies that is coming for her neck like, these girls are on TikTok, like, saying, like, she's so fake, she's a sellout, and stuff like that, and, like, you know what's crazy? I want y'all to leave a comment, really, real talk, and, like, even DM me and stuff like that when you listen to this, and tell me, like, what do you think about it? Like, are Christians allowed to get BBLs? Are Christians allowed to, you know... uh, Get plastic surgery in general because I know you guys be out there getting those shots. I know you guys be out there getting that little laser therapy. I know you guys be out there getting that body contour. So tell me, can Christians get a BBL? And are we giving sophiology some grace in doing what would Jesus do? Or are we going our own route? So let's talk about it. What would he do? I mean, me personally, like, I'm like, I'm thinking about it. And honestly, like, I've watched the the girl video, like, a couple minutes on a couple videos. I went on her Instagram and clearly she's for the Christian baddie community. Like, I'm not giving Christian baddie community. Like, I'm a Christian. I am a baddie. But I don't. I don't have the energy for that lifestyle. Like I don't have the commitment or anything like that. The ethics, anything. Um, I just, you know, I do what I do when I do it and how I do it. And so, I cannot speak to Christian baddies because I, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not a part of that society. I can't. I really like. I'm. I love my bonnet. I love my socks. I love my big T-shirts. No bra on. Let them hang. Let them sing. But. This girl, like she's like a Christian baddie, and she, like, you know, really talks about God and all this type of stuff. And she got the BBL, y'all. And let me tell you, before I even start on what I think about this, let me just say that the body is bodying. Now, your girl got (laughs) whoever was her doctor. (laughs) Oh, they did that thing like she looks really good and and she's also very pretty. Like I saw some comments and they were talking about like the fact that she had a good body before that and she had a nice body. But f- let's really get into it. Like who are you to tell somebody what kind of body they had? You're not living in it. Like are you seriously trying to shame this girl for doing something that makes her happy? Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. What would Jesus do? Like Are y'all seriously here bringing this girl completely down? Like tearing her down for no type of reason, you know? And I say no type of reason, not because like, you know, she's not perfect. But like y'all are tearing her down for doing something that I think has like you guys have no leg to stand on. Like maybe we can question you know, her character as far as being an influencer and, you know, how that's going to affect the people who follow her. But as far as her personal choice, like, are y'all serious? The girl decided she wanted to have, you know, big batty, big bam-bam, whole load behind she, heavy bumpa, bumper, nyash, you know. She say that she wanted the dumper truck, and so she got it. And that thing sits. And you know what? I'm happy for sis. Because honestly, guys, if I had me a little 10K, I'm getting me some lipo and I'm, I'm sucking this stuff up out of me. So I don't know about y'all, but like, I'm going to have to vote. <clears throat> I'm going to have to give her a hallelujah on it. Because not because of like you know, how it's gonna affect other people, but just as far as like being bold enough to make a decision on her own and and really stand on business and say this is what I'm doing and you know what, y'all could keep it. I mean, what do we think? Like, is it really wrong? Like I mean, I don't read my Bible as much as I shouldn't do, but like is plastic surgery a sin? Like I understand the idea of being happy in the image that God has made you and loving yourself and all that. But like, is it a sin, you know? And even if it is a sin, right? And, and this is the part that gets me. Even if it is a sin, is this how we're supposed to treat a person who is sinning? you know what I'm saying? Shouldn't we be allowing them a space to navigate healing, to seek healing, to seek restoration instead of like shutting her out and putting her down and making her feel terrible? I mean, the the comments were really, really bad. Now, I would say this. I would say that this whole um, idea of her like, portraying herself as this christian or whatever. I feel like she does like reflect the authentic christian day-to-day life. Like most of the christian girlies like they dress like her, they they speak like her, they think like her. They're just not putting this on promotion for the entire world to see. And I feel like Part of growing and navigating and becoming better and becoming a, you know, more um, self-conscious and empathetic person is looking at the entire picture and also learning not to be judgmental. Because that's, girl, I went on this girl's Instagram and I was getting a little judgy, y'all. I got a little judgy. I did. I got a little judgy. I seen her in that little bikini and I said, "Mm, Christian? And Christian who? And I said to myself, girl, you gotta don't be judgmental. Don't be judgmental. Because if that thing was sitting and I got what I got, and I had that I had that BBO2, I don't know if I would have maybe turned on and put on a little pink chrome holographic something. If I was on an island where nobody really knew me, I would probably have it on. Modest? I think not. But I mean It's like, give the girl a chance, you know, to grow and to evolve. And if you are going to critique and, you know, correct, do it in love, you know? Talk to her about loving herself and that, you know, I don't know, like, Give her a safe space to be who she needs to be and a safe space to change and to grow, you know? Because she was uncomfortable with her body and she didn't want to look a certain way. And that's that's fine, you know? But let us, I think if we focus on the roots and the foundation principles, then we wouldn't need to nitpick people's details of their lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'd be trying to nitpick certain things and people's relationships and their friendships. Like, if we taught the core values, the core basics, the love, the charity, you know, the goodness, the kindness, the faith, you know what I'm saying? If we taught these basics, like, for real, for real, and really placed value and emphasis on it, like, you know, do we think that we would really need to tell somebody right? We want to create a space for them to be convicted by God. Because like, let's say we, you know, we hate her. We, um, you know, um, Twitter type her into like submission and modesty. How long is that really going to last? Imagine if God did that work. And can I digress? Can I digress? And that's the thing. Some of y'all think y'all God, Y'all is not the savior. Jesus is the savior. And so like y'all trying to do the work that he's meant to do, like he's meant to create the change. We, what we do as Christians is facilitate that change. We create that environment for that change, that environment of love togetherness, community, education, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. We create that environment and we facilitate But the person who's really making the moves behind the scenes is not you. And so, like, when you think that it's you making the moves behind the scenes, now that's where y'all get out of control and start trying to tell people what to do. Leave that girl alone. Leave that girl alone. I'm telling you. Leave that girl alone. Because all the stuff that you do, you know... We may look at it as it's not as a big deal it's not you know it's on a you know, on a smaller scale, but all that contouring and all them different things you do to enhance your body and to look different shoot you be looking like Beyonce at the club and you come you get home and you undress and you <laughs> what happened fiona when the when the sun goes down, you was a different person like give her a chance let let that girl breathe and let that girl be who she needs to be. You know, she's trying her best, not only to live a life acceptable and pleasing to God on her own, but she is inviting everyone on that personal journey. And that says a lot. She is not going to be perfect. And I think that if Jesus had a say, he would say, leave that girl be. Give that girl a chance, you know he he would say th- he would say like, "Love that girl, give that girl love, kindness and attention, be there for her, be a soft place for her to land, and I'm not saying that to say that whatever she's doing is wrong. Don't get me twisted, but I do feel like if you do think it's wrong, you should love her. And if you don't think it's wrong, you should love her. Love should always be at the baseline of everything that you do. And be a little bit empathetic. You know what I'm saying? She's struggling. Let me not say she's struggling. I don't know this girl, Journey. Let me not put words on her. But she is navigating her youth and her life. And she's, you know, figuring out who she is. You know? And... Could you be? Could you imagine to like go through the surgery and all that, and be in pain, and 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 she probably most likely has thoughts to herself, wondering if she made the right decision, right? And then to be faced with all of that, don't do that. Don't don't add you know vinegar when you can add honey. You know what I'm saying? Like why choose that? You know so. Try your best to be kind to people. And I think that is exactly what Jesus would do. And give people a chance to grow, to heal, to evolve, and to navigate their own lives. Don't come at them with judgment, but come at them with love. And whatever you do in love will, you know, cause a positive reaction but you yeah, I can't be here shaming the girl, you know? So what would you do if you was put in this situation? Would you get a BBL? Would you not? Would you shame her? Are you? Are we mad at her? Are we agreeing with her? Do we just not care? Because um, I think that's where I'm at. I think I just don't care. Like, one of my mantras is that, you know, if if God has given everyone free will, while we are trying to take control of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone has their free will. Like, God could have, like, made her not be able to get that surgery, controlled her entire life, her entire being. He gave her a free range of choice to decide what she wanted to do. And then we come in the picture like, oh, no, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? like, And and God is saying, and the person with all the power is saying, I love you and I want you to be able to make your own decisions. This is what's behind door A. This is what's behind door B. And I'm going to let you choose. And I want you to know in your choice that I love you and I'm here for you. That's him. But when we talk, it's a whole nother thing. It's like, you better go behind B. You already know. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are we doing that? We shouldn't do that. Let's be a little bit more gracious and let's be a little bit more loving because in everything, in every situation, in every circumstance, you should be thinking, what would Jesus do? Jesus, oh, Jesus, what would Jesus do? Tell me, what would Jesus do? Tell me what you thought about that segment. What would Jesus do? What did you think? Did you think it was good? Did you think it could be better? Did you think it was interesting? Because moving forward, this is the kind of segments that we're going to really have for us to nibble on these issues and talk about it together so that we can build our faith, overcome our fears, and grow into beautiful butterflies. What have you been struggling with this week? What have you been struggling with this month? And how can I assist you on your journey of growth? Now, we talked a lot today about secrets, about hiding, about promises. And then we talked a little bit about self-image, forgiveness, judgment, and love. I mean, all pivotal things in Figuring out how and what type of person you're going to be. And when you really think about it and, you know, tease it out, thinking about, you know, our hot topic for today, our question for today, it's sort of like whatever you do, be prepared for the response of what you do you know like we make decisions and we're thinking to ourselves like oh you know um i can just do this and whatever happens happens and you know i don't deserve for this to happen to me and you know i've done it a lot of times like make a terrible decision and then when something I get the response, I'm like, oh, my God, like, why? Why would that happen to me? Oh, my God, this sucks. My life sucks so bad. Everything is so terrible. I don't deserve this. And it's just like, sis, you know, there is responses and consequences and results, you know, and effects of your decisions. And it's like, when do we grow up and realize that everything we do has a response? And the type of response we get is highly dependent on what we put out what are you putting out? Are you putting out good things? Are you putting out bad things? Are you putting out positivity? Are you putting out negativity? Are you putting out gratitude? Or are you putting out ungratefulness? What do you put out so that you can receive something in response that is beneficial to your growth? Are you growing into a place where you learn and understand the value of your contribution to the world? Like, Did you even think about the fact that everything you do and say, all your actions and decisions are contributions to the world? And if you do understand that, do you value it? Do you understand its worth? Are you knowledgeable of the weight that it holds? You know what I'm saying? You Get up every morning, and when you get up every morning and you go to work, do you realize that how you walk in that door, how you interact with your colleagues, affects the world around you, changes the environment around you, causes you to have a response from those employees, those colleagues, even your clients if you have them? It changes all those things. Why are you contributing? You know, we live in a world where it's just like, gimme, 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 gimme. Gimme, 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 gimme. Okay, I got carried away. But, I mean, it's just like, give me, give me, give me everything. And it's like, what are you giving We're so selfish sometimes. Like, you know, we want to receive everything and we want to give nothing. I don't know about you, but for Christmas, I want all the gifts. (laughs) But when I get into that store and I start seeing those prices, I'm like, hmm, you know what? Maybe I don't need anything. (laughs) Because, oh my God, inflation is not playing with us. But other than that, too, it's like, man, like, we want all these things from people and we're not willing to give anything. You know, sometimes in our relationships, we find that they're lacking and they're not giving us what we need and they're not serving us. Oh, my God. Don't we love that term? This relationship is not serving me. This friendship is not serving me. And it's like, it's not serving you. Yes. But what about you? Are you serving it? You know, we want friends that is going to show up for us, be there for us, you know, advocate for us, lend us that $20 when we need it, you know, show up on our birthday, plan our bachelorette. But we don't do anything like, you know, sometimes the most some of us do for our friends is like send a meme on on social media. Uh, excuse me. Anybody can send me that? Matter of fact, Akalish from from India is sending me memes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like what are you really contributing to your environment and to the people around you? You want friends, you want relationship. You're not doing nothing. That that relationship, that friendship, that takes work. That takes commitment and it takes intention. You know what I'm saying? I did a vision board at the beginning of the year and in the vision board I put a picture of you know a group of females and you know my friends that I was doing it with I was telling them you know I really want to be more intentional about my friendships and I did you know what I'm saying? I you know reached out, I tried to plan things and things like that. But there comes a time where you realize like there has to be that contribution on both ends. And so like I had realized it and I came to that realization that the year before this year, I was not contributing to my friendships. Like I was talking to them, yes, I was you know hanging out with them when it was convenient but there was never anything intentional about my friendships. And so this year I made a more conscious decision. So I have like a friend that I had made a couple of years ago and she's a little bit older than me but that's my girl and we're still in the same age group. And I really like used to feel so bad about like not being more intentional. And this girl is really a friend because like when I would tell her that I would text her and be like, I feel so bad, like I haven't checked in on you And she'd be like, Girl, you know, it's life. We all have life and we all this and I I used to really hide behind that. Like, Yeah, you know, you're so right, I've been so busy. But we all have life. I'm sure she had her own things going on. Everyone has their own things going on. But they still make it their business to be intentional. And why can't you do the same? Oh, you thought I was just going to be talking about other people, huh? Oh, no, no, no. That's the thing about growth. It's all about you. It's not about nobody else. And so, like, if you want your relationships to flourish... You really need to look at what you're contributing. People be looking at their life and being like, oh, it's so messed up. And they throw their hands up in the air and say, well, I had nothing to do with it. Oh, you lie. Liar, liar, pants on fire. It definitely had something to do with you. Oh, my goodness. You definitely contributed to that. And you have to start self-reflecting and doing that introspection about, man, what did I contribute? If every time you have a situation or a conflict or anything like that, all you could do is point the finger, well, oh my gosh, I have news for you. I have news for you. Then you're gonna need that finger pointed back at you. You have a problem as well. It takes two to create a situation. It takes opposing forces to create a conflict So it's not always you feel like, oh, you didn't do nothing, baby. You didn't do nothing. That was the problem. That's the thing that you did, not doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, you know, when we look at our lives, we're looking for somebody to blame. If I could tell you anything today, I'll tell you don't look for anybody to blame. Whenever you have someone to blame, you lose out on the work That is going to contribute to your growth Anytime you find somebody To blame about your situation You miss out You miss out on leveling up You're still stuck on the same level But guess who leveled up? The person who who you thought caused the problem Because you put them in the mind space In the environment And you facilitated a space for them To look inwardly at themselves. And guess what? They leveled up Here you are in the same place, in a new another relationship, in a new friendship, still pointing the finger. (sighs) Baby girl, baby boy, get it together. You are the driver of your entire life. If you believe in God right? Like I do. Then you serve a God that has given you dominion and power over your entire life. I mean, who else fault could it be but yours? Did that hit hard? Because that hit me hard. (laughs) Like, I honestly feel like I want to cry a little bit about it. Like, Thinking about the issues that I have, like I'm like, yeah, some of it was your fault. And it's not about finding someone to blame, but it's it's all about finding the person inside that needs to heal, that needs to grow, right? And how can I make things better? So take a look in the mirror. Say to yourself... Man, I, I know that I've spent a long time blaming other people. I know that I've spent a long time pointing the finger. But today, I want to look at myself. And I want to see what it is that I have been contributing or not contributing to my relationships. And why it is that I'm in the space that I'm in And I can guarantee you, when you make that look and you take that look at yourself, you're going to see something. You're going to see something there. Something off or something valuable. Maybe it's not always that your relationships suck because you suck. Sometimes your relationships suck because you don't see your value You don't see what you bring to the table. I cannot tell you how many friendships and relationships that I've been in that subsided, not because my friend was a bad person, but because they couldn't see their value. And I could not exhaust myself trying to show it to them. And sometimes that sacrifice feels like betrayal, but it has to happen. And so... I encourage you to look inside yourself and see what it is that you can bring to your relationships and probably already bring, but could do it more intentionally. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want a man to take you out, plan you a date. You never did that for nobody. Like, let's not talk about him, just him. You never did that for your girlfriend. You never did that for your mama, your sister. Nobody. Like this idea of just like it being romantically targeted to me is biased and it could happen in all situations. Like you want an energy that you do not put out. You know what I'm saying? You don't put out love. You don't put out romance. You don't put out appreciation, gratitude, but you want all of that to come back to you Nah, you have to contribute better to your environment and put out in your environment the things that you desire. You know, the Bible says that when you cast your bread on the waters, in many a days, it will return onto you. And um, I'm not biblically savvy enough to know the context, but the meaning that resonates behind that with me is that if I put out good things into this world, if I put out good energy, good deeds, if I am thoughtful and considerate and intentional and charitable, then man, oh man, those things that I put on that water, it is coming back to me. Could you imagine, could you imagine that the success or destruction of your life Is the result of what you probably invested years ago? Boom. (laughs) Is it eating you up? Because it's eating me up too, babe. (laughs) Don't worry. Like, one thing about my gun, it's not prejudice. I'm getting shot too. Listen. (sighs) <sighs> but I just want you to understand the the weight and the value of of your actions and what you put out and 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 baby, if it don't add up, if two plus two is giving you seventy two, if one plus one is giving you sixteen, baby, go recalculate and recalibrate and say to yourself like, what can I do to get myself back on track and become better? Okay become better and change from this childish attitude of it's all about me because it really is a developmentally thing like developmental thing because I'm not editing it out y'all gonna hear these mistakes um yeah (laughs) yeah it's a developmental thing like thinking that everything is about you me 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 that's a child thing and when you get to an adult you realize it's it's not just about me it's other people have feelings too there's other people in this story you know that main character energy is a strength and it can be a positive but you also have to remember even though you're the main character there's other characters in this story and oh man if you do not attend to those characters then the story gets pretty dull pretty quickly. So, um, if you feeling like you can't fit, you're too big, you're too small, too big, it's too wide, it won't fit, metamorph, her, sis. Was that good? Did that come out good? All right. I hope that you like what you listened to so far. Please follow, share, and subscribe to my channel. So that you could get more content baby And tell me what you think This is a new show It's my baby And I'm trying my best To really just be myself And be authentic And tell you what I think So any topics that you would like to hear That you're interested in learning about That you would like to hear my insight about DM me at Nordia Shereen on Instagram That's N-O-R-D-E-Y-U-H-S-E-H-E-R-E-N-E Nordia Shireen. Okay Hit me up. Peace.